Hey guys, my name's James. And I'm Corwin. And welcome to This Movie's Gay. Oh, guys, guess what? I'm so exhausted and I'm so hydrated that uh, I was rethinking water recently, Corwin. What is the... Just follow me on this. You know how water... <laughs> James said to follow him on this because I'm just giving him that look. You know the look. The look you give. Hey. That's what I'm giving. Think about this. You know how water, when it freezes, it turns instantly into ice? I mean, not instantly, but uh, yes. You, but it, there's no in-between. I mean, sort of. Slushies. No, no. Slushies are ice chunks, but it's because it's in constant motion of, you know, like it's tumbling in the machine. Well, it, I know it I've doesn't taken a, get a an ice cube tray out of a freezer and it's got the water in the middle and you've got a little uh, a little pocket of water. Oh, uh, but no, no, no. But there's no in between of it, it's either ice or it's water. Well, that's because the three states of matter are liquid, solid and gas. But let's say a semi-solid like a toothpaste. What if ice started getting like jelly? Gel? You know those squeeze tubes of candy? It was like a candy gel. It had a very weird texture and it was Are nothing you, but sugar. I mean, I don't know if gel is non-Newtonian. But wouldn't it be cool if water had an in-between where it was a jelly type consistency? I mean, you can make jelly water. What? Yeah. But I'm just saying in nature, wouldn't that be amazing? Like to like squeeze out a tube of, of jelly water into your mouth? No. It'd be fun. But also, isn't that water that you can drink heavy water? There's a water that you specifically drink when you're having issues. I don't know what medical issue it is, but it, there's a water that you can drink that it's heavier, so it's easier to drink. That's weird. You. Yeah, I, I don't remember but what it's it called. But is it jelly? It's, no, it's not jelly. Oh, it's but, just kind of thicker, I think. Oh, no. Ugh, that's, Thick water. That sounds like the water at Northside Pub in Muskegon, Michigan. Oh, you know how when you have a Starburst that's like the cream flavored, it's like the berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. <laughs> I think that was Skittles, <laughs> that maybe. Was Skittles. But, you know, it's like a milky flavor or a creamy flavor. Picture that, but the water version... It's disgusting. It's at this restaurant in Muskegon. It's notorious for having bad water on that side of the street. I believe there's like one other restaurant over there that has this same weird tasting water. It doesn't affect the pizzas, though. That's weird and gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. I think Russ's also has the problem, but they've tried to fix it so many times. They've tried different purifying methods, all of this stuff. And it also, I believe, affects like the soft drinks. It's weird, guys. But hey, hashtag jelly water if you're down with it at no. this movie's gay. No. It'd be fun time I'm, snacks. I'm also from, I'm from Memphis or outside of Tennessee. Memphis. So Memphis's water is notoriously delicious and amazing. Okay. Like it's tap water is top notch best. Okay. Think of a sweet tea, but like jelly. I mean, these things can exist. I can get you gelatin and but, we can make these things, But in, all you have to do is put it in the freezer for, you know, let's say ice, iced tea. You know, if you wanted to do some iced tea cubes, what you would do is put it in for 30 minutes. However, we just put it in for 15 minutes and then it's a nice jelly, you know, kind of like hair gel consistency. I wouldn't like that, James, I, because that means every time you have ice that it would melt, it would start making your, nice. your water or whatever very viscous. Nice. That does not sound nice. Oh, man, that'd be a... But think about it on the beach or for mixed drinks, even though alcohol doesn't freeze. But if you put... Some water and alcohol. Yeah, it does freeze because that's, you know, you can't do that at, you know, for dad's uh, alcohol de table. Depends on the, the alcohol if it freezes or not. Oh, really? Yeah, like vodka won't freeze, but like wine is going to freeze. Okay. For real? Yeah. I'm straight edge. Remember that, guys. <laughs> I for real do not know anything about it. I, I just, just thought... once had a, a friend put a bottle of wine in the freezer to get it cold faster, and then she forgot about it, and I went into my freezer, and I was like, oh, great. This is a frozen bottle of rosé. Now, I do know, was it open? No. Okay. Now, I do know if you had probably left it in there longer, it would have exploded? It depends on how much air is in there and how much the pressure is, okay. because when water freezes, it expands. Yeah. Because once it goes into a solid and those molecules come together, it's in a larger state than whenever they were in a liquid. And wine is old grape juice. And grape juice is the sweat of 
a grape and I don't know where sweat you're going is water. Okay. So water freezes, so does wine. Oh my god. Wine guys, guess what? It's old grape sweat. Okay. So this week on this movie's gay, we watched the wonderful movie You Should Meet My Son from 2010. Which I thought it was going to be a movie like, if you think that's bad, you should meet my son. No. But it's no, so much it's better a, it's than a that. Very, it's a little heartfelt movie. It's it's nice. The Amazon Prime description of it says that it won like 12 awards for at Best festivals. Picture at festivals. So I didn't know that. That's that's cool. I've seen this movie multiple times. And we've I've seen the trailer once. I showed Uh-oh. James the trailer to convince him to watch it once. And I don't know why we didn't watch it at the time. Maybe we had to purchase it. Maybe, yeah. That could I be purchased it. it this time. If you're going to purchase this movie, not Amazon Prime. It's cheaper everywhere else. Go to YouTube. Or Go to it, Google. It could have been this. It could have been after Monster Pies and you were like, well, let's try this one. And I said, no, I get to choose this one. You freaking <laughs> fooled me. Actually, and that's it, when you had me watch the awful movie. And the, then also we gay went bed and to breakfast of Vampire Boys. Yeah. I don't know. I do want to say... I believe by now, especially after Birdcage, hey guys, watch Birdcage. <laughs> You've redeemed yourself for... I've redeemed myself ages ago. I don't know about that. The only the only thing you had wrong with it is that it made you sad. Well, uh, no, you described it incorrectly, Corwin. I definitely described it way incorrectly, but it was still a good movie. Sad movie. It was but sad, good. but it was good. See... You chose Make a Wish, which you oh my God. keep saying is the worst movie we've ever watched. Yeah. So that was on was. you. That was you. You haven't redeemed yourself for that. I know I haven't. Oh my God. So we watched this movie. I've seen this movie so many times. It's one of the movies that I like to sit down and watch whenever I'm, I don't know, I'm just kind of feeling down a little bit because it's a nice little heartfelt movie. It. There are a couple moments where you're like, oh, geez, especially when Jenny Sue is talking. Jenny, Some of the stuff she says, you're like, oh, God. I That actress has to be a stage actor. Oh, definitely. Because she is screaming. <laughs> it's like, dude, you know there's a sound system near you. I'm a stage actor. I definitely, at rehearsal the other day, the director was like, Corbin, a little loud. Bring it down. That's... That was me. You're like, I'm so used to speaking into this microphone that James tells me to scream into. James tells me to scream, so I scream. No, oh, actually, no, I'm not even doing my stage voice right now. That's My stage voice is very loud. Ooh, playing to the back of the room. I really was, but it's not something that you need in a, a smaller space, which we're in right now. Yeah. But that's, that's fine. I can regulate my tone and volume frank is the back of the room here frank i'm always talking to you frank is also in a cupboard right now so that's why i'm talking to him very loud through the through the curtain through the cupboard he probably has plastic bags plugged into his ear saying get out of here that's what he uses as pillows well he shouldn't put them on his head oh no i'm constantly terrified of that but we stuff the bags into another bag so there's no bags for him to put over his head and oh, say and say guys i'm a little ghost and we're like you're about to be a ghost dude oh jeez frank so anyway james why don't you give a brief synopsis of this movie all right guys i can do that for sure is this the how many have we done this before have we had you give a synopsis yeah in a we've while? done this but oh no not in a it's while, been a while. We've had, i think it's been six weeks since fourth man out did you give a description for Fourth Man Out? I think we both did. Yeah, but it was a very simple one. Yeah. And this one is All right, two. go. So, go. Brian, that's the dude's name? Brian! So he's the he's the focal character, but not the main character. His mom, May, and his aunt, Rose? Yes. Holy shit, I'm doing good. Everyone else's name, I don't know. Dennis, though, he's dating Dennis at the beginning. And they go over to his mom's house for the past five years. She's Sunday been, dinners. Yeah, she's been trying to, every single day, says, hey, meet my son, and has a new lady every single week. Oh, man. I bet the fellas and some of the ladies out there are like, ooh, I wish I had a new girl each week. Kissing each other. I don't know know why I'm having you do this. You're going to do that, James? Come on. (laughs) Okay, so I'm livening up the freaking thing, bro. (laughs) And 
Brian hasn't told his mother he is gay. So we then flash forward another week and Brian's looking distressed and Rose and May are like, what's wrong, Brian? Dennis isn't with him. What's wrong? Where's Dennis the menace? And he's like, well, he's a menace because he doesn't like the furniture around, but he has a new lady across from him and she's a lawyer of taxes. Hey, hey, no taxation without representation. That's what Alexander Hamilton might've said. And you know, (laughs) Alexander Hamilton, we don't know what he thought about the LGBTQ community. He could have been a prick about that. However, we do know that he was a progressive thinker. And on top of all of that, we're back to the movie guys. He and, and Dennis broke up. He can't tell his mom because he hasn't come out to his mom yet. However, this lady who is a tax lawyer is figures it out in within a minute. And she's like, whoa, bro, I'm going to tease you a little bit in front of your mom and try to get some information out of you. She did st- jokes like that. And she she would emphasize words of like, I think she did like, what about a new end table, which I didn't like, maybe she meant, but I don't know. No, she meant ha- bringing someone else into the relationship. Oh, well, that's what I th- like. It like then having turned third. into it. And then being open, he said, no, I'm not going to do that, bro. I'm friggin' monogamy, baby. And, you know, have just one baby, guys. That's what monogamy means. Oh, my God. Uh, you You're know, getting so distracted. You haven't even gotten past the no, first five minutes on, of the movie. On. That would be me. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said brief. <laughs> You're like <laughs> okay, giving now, a play-by-play. Now I will flat because then it gets very simple. They go outside, and the mom and Rose are thinking, oh, my God, this this is the couple that's going to work out. And they overhear them outside, and the tax lawyer says, well, you're gay, so I should hook you up with someone. And then they're like, whoa, spiral. But then they figure out after going to conversion therapy that to figure out if this is where they should bring their son, who's, I guess, in his late 20s. Uh, He's 30. You can't do that to a 30-year-old. They... That's kidnapping. Don't do that to anyone. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I meant (laughs) in more of a, like, you can't bring someone to an inpatient thing. uh, But you you know what I mean, Corwin. Oh, my God. But yes, no one should be going to conversion therapy. Uh, I'm going to take over. I was was trying to. Okay. No, no, no. I want to keep doing it, Corwin. I'll flash forward. Then they're like, holy shit, we love my son no matter what. We don't want him to change. But we want him to be happy. And he was happy with Dennis, who he was dating Dennis. Then they go to a gay club. (laughs) They find people to hang out with. They become more culturally aware of of everything pretty much and uh oh brian is fiancéed he put a ring on it guys but it's just because he's trying to give his mother what he thinks his mother wants but in the end his mother just wants him to be happy and not in a loveless unhappy marriage because love is happiness he also wants kids and he wants to settle down he is upset that he's no longer with dennis after five years there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff there he's also never come out to his mom so even though she knows at the point that he has a fiance he's still going through with it because he's like no, I'm just going to change because I am tired. Yeah. And it was also a lack of communication on the mom's part because just tell tell your son like, hey, I know if instead nah. of like instead of just trying to I don't know why I'm doing this around the mic. I'm doing like a, a circular motion instead of going behind his back and surprising him with a boy we'll, we'll talk about that finish okay. the finish the synopsis oh i, I thought i was finished uh he okay, ends up so he fiance to a, a lady and the lady is very conservative christian very no alcohol no any of this we're gonna move to a gated community all of that a christian gated community a christian gated community and all of that very yeah, very. Mm, 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 mm. Except they were upset about Mormons moving in. Mormons are a form of Christianity. Yeah, but 
Mormons are that form of Christianity that all the other Christianity Christians look at and they're like, ooh. Anyway, the mom sets up this big dinner party with a bunch of people from the LGBTQ community and then watches chaos ensue. And then at the end, she has a talk with her son and a good cry. And he's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, not do this just to move on from Dennis. I'm going to actually like try to live my best life and be gay and all that. And that's the end of the movie. It is. And I wanted to get to something. Okay. So in order to figure out, is that still recording? Yes, it's still recording. You're at 18 minutes. Oh man, guys, we're good. So. In the beginning of the movie, they're trying to, they're like, my son can't be gay. But Rose is like, I have the perfect idea. She pulls out a Glamour magazine. July that, 1991, that Glamour magazine. Has, you know, when you're you're doing research on a book or... Is my son gay or is my boyfriend, boyfriend gay? gay? So they're doing this quiz and the magazine has, you know, those tab things when you're doing book research. She did tabs. Yes. She has research. And they take this quiz. Now, I wish Nicole were here because I do have a is your boyfriend gay quiz. (laughs) So I am going to act as if I'm Nicole. I think I know her. Also, I know me to kind of, you know, take this quiz. So the first question. (laughs) I approve of this message. How often do you have sex with your man? Now, (laughs) I know the number. However... I know the number I I would like to. No, you need to do the do the real number. You don't have to say it on. You don't have to say it. Just just click it. Okay, then I will not say that. <laughs> Has your man ever dressed up in women's clothes? I do want to read some of these pics. The first one is I'm laughing so hard I can't even answer that. Well, fuck this quiz. I've caught him in my closet several times. My man has a fetish for dressing up in women's clothes, only for costume parties. My man wouldn't be caught dead in women's clothes regardless of the occasion. Now, I don't know which one I should pick for this, just, but I guess... I don't like this quiz. Just just, just stop this. <laughs> stop it. Okay. Let's do the quiz from the movie. What was the quiz from the movie? Do oh. you have pictures of Michelangelo's David? I have anywhere zero. In the zero. Okay. Do you have a subscription to Men's Fitness Magazine? I have no subscription. Well, I had a subscription to Mad Magazine. Does that count? Well, no, no, okay, not at all. N- zero okay. subscription. What was the? What were the other questions? I, I don't remember. Don't remember either. I didn't write them down. But since you said no and zero, I'm gonna say not gay. Oh man. That's according to Glamour Magazine, July 1991 issue. I also want to point out that that. <laughs> Googling am I gay is very similar to what happened with that. Oh, let's take a quiz from Glamour Magazine to see if Brian's gay. Yeah. Which, like, most queer people have have done that, as far as I know. And it's sort of a, a joke in the community, in a way, that if you're ever questioning and stuff when you're trying to figure everything out, you just go to Google and you're like, am I gay? And if there are any quizzes, you take them. And you're like, is this it? Is this it? Am I gay? What are the signs? All of that. So I enjoyed that they had that in the movie, even though some of it is like a little dated and stereotypical and misogynist a little bit. So like, it's great. I enjoyed particular parts of the movie, but that one specifically hit home a bit because I was definitely one of those that was like, am I gay? Delete Google search history. (laughs) (laughs) If you pointed out a nice looking guy to your man, he would nonchalantly agree with you, express sheer adulteration for the hottie or adulation for the hottie, ignore you, say he doesn't judge men by what they look like, stare far too long at said hunk. There's no... So like, that just seems like that's going very stereotypical. It seems like it's not considering men to be secure in their sexuality at all. Like I've definitely known straight men, like straight up straight men, no gay inclinations at all that are like, if you point out a guy to him, they're like, yeah, he's hot. There's no choice here because what Nicole would put is he would spiral into a deep depression from body dysmorphia and doubt thinking maybe he's not as good enough for Nicole as this said man. 
So I guess ignore you, but uh, <laughs> oh Stop boy! Stop taking that quiz, oh, James. I just want to know the Put questions. Put it down. How the many, questions aren't good. How many gay friends does your man have? What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I have a lot of straight friends. <laughs> One of them is none. He's not open-minded like that. A couple. Most of his friends are gay. And now, guess what? Yes, most of my friends are gay. Or... Good. You know... Queer. Yes. Uh, which of the following is your man most likely to listen to? What? There's no Sean Price on here. Are you... I don't know... Okay, this is fucking crazy. I am on a different website, and it it kicked me... Wait. It kicked me off again. Like, whenever I try to take a quiz... It's because you have a shitty phone. This isn't a phone. It's an iPod. You have a shitty iPod. Oh, my God. I guess no thanks. Oh, wait. No, it, it, for some reason, it was just an ad, I guess. Okay, it's ABBA, Barbara Streisand, The Smiths, Erasure, I, or Eraser. I don't know who that is. Jay-Z, Neil Diamond, Linkin Park, Godsmack, Celine Dion, The Bee Gees. I guess ABBA out of all of these. <laughs> like, I don't like, I think Jay-Z's Boring and Linkin Park did an album with Jay-Z. <laughs> I wish The Carpenters was on here. You are the dancing queen, James. I did answer ABBA, but also it then goes to a... A second page that says, here's what you answered. Uh, which movie would your man most enjoy? Die Harder. The Birdcage. My Best Friend's Wedding. Brokeback Mountain. Avida. Platoon. Well, The Birdcage. Obviously. movie was great. All right. Now it's getting cooking, guys. This is such a... Why are quizzes so long? Has your man I ever... I told you to stop. Why are you still going? But has your man ever kissed another man? Uh, he has, I don't know about it, but, oh, if he has, I don't know about it. Uh, one time in college, absolutely not. I have my suspicion, no, but he's kissed a whole lot of women. Uh, I guess one time in college would be my choice, because it has been one time. How does your man feel about porn? I'm married to an aficionado. God, this quiz is stupid. <laughs> he has it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, man, he's fucking nutting. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then. I hate this. Uh, he has one porn video that a friend gave him. Ladies, he's not being honest. Or men, he's not being honest. My man is disgusted by porn. He likes porn featuring two men. Uh, I guess for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I do masturbate a lot. <laughs> At least three times a day. I start getting like antsy, guys. I'm addicted to it. I have a problem. Uh, which hobby would your man most likely part? Why is this so long? Fucking none of these, but I guess bowling. James, why are you so committed to this, but you wouldn't take the Harry Potter quiz? I did take the Harry Potter quiz, but remember it kept busting on me. Oh, you're saying, why don't I sign up for Pottermore? I don't know. <laughs> uh, by Stop asking me for advertisements. No, thanks. Click it or tick it. Which best describes your man's attitude towards homosexuality? He's a member of the Gay Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. I guess like that. He's over the top about how much it offends him. He tolerates it. He doesn't agree with it, but keeps his feelings to himself. He doesn't feel, I guess, like the the I'm part of GLAD, even though I'm like I, I'm not a member. But that's the best describing of me. Corwin, start talking about the movie and I, I'll keep taking this. Oh, my God. OK, so I've seen this movie many times. One of the things I like about it is how much representation it has in that it has more than most of the other movies. Yay, representation. It's got those nice little moments, like I said earlier, with the Glamour magazine thing that aren't like over the top, but still a little funny. And let's see, May and Rose are great. May is definitely a Southern mother that hits very close to home for me because I am Southern and I could easily see my mother falling into that role if we had more of like a stable home growing up. Yeah. Definitely falling into what May does with the Sunday dinners, with the constantly bringing over girls to try to get a wife for Brian, all of that. I also like May's acceptance because in the beginning it shows her as very 
conservative and very not great. So she's she wants Brian to get married and have grandchildren and all of that. But whenever she finds out that her hairdresser is is queer, she immediately drops him and goes to a different hairdresser. So she shows like little homophobic tendencies and stuff. But as soon as she finds out Brian is gay, she's like, oh, shit, what did I do wrong? All of that. And goes and has sort of a journey going to the conversion therapy thing, which we all agree is terrible. Yes. Does not work and is just harmful for everyone that is forced through that. So she sees that. She's like, no. And then she talks to Brian and is like, are you happy? And sort of sees that he's not happy. And then goes to Rose again. And Rose is like, I don't want to change Brian. And May's like, I don't either. I just want him to be happy. So then she goes on that journey of going and opening herself up to different communities, going to a gay club and meeting a bunch of different people and getting to know them and really coming to accept the LGBTQ community. And one of the things that shows that I really love about the movie and what they do so subtly with that is that opening yourself up to these communities and stuff that aren't necessarily mainstream, that are still good and all of that, opening yourself up to them when you don't really accept them can lead to growth in yourself, morally, all of that. It can lead to growth. So she comes from the beginning of the movie to dropping her hairdresser towards the end of the movie, hosting, you know, LGBTQ events in her home. Yeah. That just goes to show like, you know, experience other cultures, experience other other things, especially if it's something that you are you're experiencing a fear of in the essence of like homophobia, stuff like that. Go. Like experience that because a lot of those things are beautiful. And that goes to show the same with like other cultures like people who are Islamic and Jewish and like all of those other religions and stuff like that, like experience the people that are part of those religions because really getting to know the people is really eye opening in that it helps you become a better person. Yeah. Um, and accepting more people overall. That's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, And as long as you don't start fetishizing them, you're yeah. doing good. And also, guys, even if you're afraid of it, don't, please, don't try and expose yourself to wolf culture. They will bite you. <laughs> I was also going to say bacteria cultures. They will make you sick. Oh, my okay, God. I do want to mention, so where does your man shop for his clothes? There is a he doesn't, I buy them all, but there is no option he doesn't, he's still wearing clothes from high school as a 28-year-old man. But uh, I guess we're going to do he doesn't. He gets them. I buy them all. I all don't right. think that shirt you're wearing right now from Frank uh, with Frank on it oh, is from I, high school. Nicole made it. Yeah. So I guess she bought this for me. Oh, uh, uh, this is gross. How does your man feel about lesbians and bisexual women? The first one is he likes to watch. He likes to participate. He encourages them to live their life how they want to. Nice. He has many female friends who are gay or... I like that should be comboed together, uh, he, but he thinks they're disgusting. This this quiz is so on the head. There's no middle ground. I don't know. But yes, he has many female friends who are gay. Oh, my God. Uh, how many male strangers does your man have on his social media networking sites? Too many to count. We're I guess 30 like, minutes. Oh, man. I'm on. Question number 17, we're going to figure out if Nicole's man is gay. How many questions are there? 19. Oh my God. I know. These quizzes are way too long. Which actor would your man say is his favorite? Angelina Jolie, Ian McKinley, Matthew Broderick, John Travolta, Judy Garland, Chuck Norris. None of these. Angelina. I guess Matthew Broderick. He's funny in 30 Rock as Cooter uh, Burger. I love Matthew Broderick. All right, final He's question. In the producers, which we should also watch, I oh, guess. Th let's do it. Which TV show is your man most likely to watch? American Idol, House, whatever's on ESPN, a beauty pageant, America's Next Top Model, whatever we agree on watching together. I guess it would be that. Let's find out. I hate this. Almost done. You gotta be... Oh, okay, we're busy calculating. I thought it was going to make me sign up for shit. <laughs> so it does. Sign up and continue to my results. Oh my God, I have to... 
put in I'll put in an old email address. Oh my god. All right. Other notes that I've got. Dating montage in the beginning's pretty great. I thought this was going to be really quick, guys. You did not. I should have done this. Your man is really in touch with his feminine side. We're not saying your man is gay. We're just saying he might be gay. Fuck this stupid ass. Guys, don't go to mydailymoment.com. Fuck them. I told you it was a bad quiz. Maybe he's the consummate metrosexual, or maybe the signs point to the fact that there is something he's not telling you, like the fact that he likes men. What the fuck? So another thing from the movie that I'm just going through my notes. I wrote down a quote because whenever May first comes around to Brian being gay and everything, she goes to confront Dennis at Dennis's new place and is like sort of helping him unpack and all of that. And he's like, May, what are you doing here? And she's just like, by the way, when are you going to tell me you've been sodomizing my son? And just like this, she tells it like she's got like a, a secret that she wants him to know. The way she says it just gets to me every time because Dennis is so thrown off and like, what the, uh, 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 excuse uh, me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it also, I don't know if they start doing it at the end. One thing when it comes to some gay movies that make that makes me uncomfortable is that or maybe uh, maybe it's like they they're doing it because this is what people think that it's all about sex. It's never about romance when it comes to queer yeah. communities. And it's just like, uh, like you wouldn't say that to a straight couple. Yes, you wouldn't say to a woman or I. Yeah, that's actually also very, you want to like, know what my mom might. <laughs> that's part of what I want to talk about with that specifically is. May epitomizes that like little pushy sense that some mothers have that I definitely can relate to and that there are things that you don't need to know, mom. Yeah. You don't need to know. Yep. And May's like, oh, what about this? And then she's like, oh, too much information. Don't tell me. But it's like you were pushing it there, May. What are you doing? I did also. I don't also really like that term sodomizing just because oh, yeah. it's so visceral and so like. It has such a stigma to it. Yeah. Eh. And it's it's just... it. The Bible thumpers have appropriated it to be an evil thing. Yeah, because they're like, oh, Sodom and Gomorrah and all that. But there's way other stories behind that story that you can look into. People that study religion and stuff. I've had conversations about it. It's definitely one of the stories that people misconstrue to say, oh, gay people, because they're sodomites and blah, 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 and they were doing this, and they were gay, all of that, but it's not. It's not. that. That's not what that story yeah. is about. I do, okay, so back on the, like, maybe it's it's not just for an ex-girlfriend's dad who w was a drunk was like, oh, are you, like, doing... I don't, like, he was saying much more creepy things. I don't want to be that creepy, but pretty much saying, like, oh, are you doing sexual stuff with my daughter? And That's weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you better believe the uh, just pure embarrassment on her face. So, luckily, we didn't have that with May or Rose. Yes. Uh, Rose did touch the florist delivery person's butt, and you're like, Rose, what are you doing? Stop being creepy. Rose was a little creepy at points. But she also is the one that met Fantasia and sort of brought Fantasia and Salsa around. The character names are real weird. Yeah. And at the end, you sort of meet Kitty as well, who is another queen that you don't meet until the very end when everything is going crazy. And Kitty knows the pastor, who is Ginny Sue's father, and is like all over him so that's a really weird thing that scene at the end where everything is going crazy and May's just standing back and like has her hands like on her chest or on her face and is just just watching just seeing the beautiful chaos that she has <laughs> created i'm like that's me that's me that's peak my favorite thing just inviting all of that in front of these super conservative super backwards super awful people and watching chaos ensue. And the first thing that, that started this chaos is something I have down, which I want to follow <laughs> up, was Chase. He's an artist. He's going to art school, which one of He's my favorite... He's also the male stripper. Yes. One of my favorite lines was, oh, 
what do you do aside from stripping? And he goes, oh, I'm in art school. And then there's just a pause and she goes, oh, because she wants, uh, she wants, she a, wants doc- a doctor. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. She's like, and then he's like, oh, what's wrong? And she's like, just letting go of a dream. That's yeah. it. Because she wants her son to marry a doctor, <laughs> which is very great. If you think about it, because she wants her son, who is a teacher, to marry a doctor. And she, whenever she's doing that, in the very beginning, she's wanting the person to be a doctor or a lawyer or someone that's like one of those big special jobs, which they are special, that they're very necessary for society. But that's not to discredit people that go to art and all of that. But she wants one of those traditional big jobs like that, or a doctor, lawyer, something like that. And she is looking for Brian to have a wife. So May is all about women empowerment going getting job as a doctor going to school for that doing those big jobs and even when she's going on and trying to find brian a husband she's still looking for that same thing she's like lawyer doctor that's what i want for my son this is like that sort of idea that may's like nope i want him to have you know someone with a fancy job lots of money to take care of him so that he can take care of the kids that he wants and take care of his children that he teaches and all of that. She might also, because he is a public school teacher, might be like, well, he needs someone who can keep <laughs> him stable. That's what I mean. She wants, she's not saying, oh, Brian should have gone out to go and be a doctor or anything like that. She's like, I'm okay with my son-in-law or my daughter-in-law is yeah. a doctor. I'm okay that my son's not. But she's also okay if they're an artist, like yes. Chase. And speaking of, he reveals a <laughs> nude painting of George W. Bush, and this dude has a hog on him. And it was it started making me think, wonder what president has the biggest dick? <laughs> like, I wish that were, you know, oh when you God. when you go on Wikipedia. You and wish it, it was a Wikipedia entry? Yeah, so like it, it shows, <laughs> you know, how long their term was from when to when, you know, maybe their profession before or what they did after, you know, like that sidebar, you yeah. know, when they were born, you all of that. You just want penis size on yes. there. And to, like, you know, actresses and actors have how tall they are on Wikipedia, who their spouses were, all of this stuff, dick size, all presidents. Because, <laughs> oh my... Also, then there would be huge Watergate-type scandals of a president (laughs) lying about their dick size. Holy shit. And then it would also make these, like, sniveling, just, like, absolute worst politicians or just absolute worst people who aren't confident about their penis size not run for president. Because then that is now public record how big your dick is. It's a really, uh, I'm glad that that's not a thing, is all I'm going to say. I'm going to say I am not glad that's not a thing. Uh, it's not about penis size, James. It's no, not but, about penis but, size. Uh, hold on. But what it would do is maybe start to teach everyone that it's not about penis size. It's about how great of a leader you will be and start molding boys to become wonderful citizens and kind people instead of just being like, oh, I have a small dick. That means I'm going to be mean to people to overcompensate. It would be good because if everyone is like as a kid, you're like, oh, I want to be a firefighter. You want to know what? Maybe all firefighters, you have to show your dick size. Hey, I want to be an astronaut. Guess what? Astronauts. Tell us how big I mean, your it's dick always is. The same, it's the same thing, not showing your dick size. And then, guess what? Oh, I, I want to be president one day. You got to show how big your dick is. But guess what, ladies? You don't have to tell us a goddamn thing because you want to know what? You know what the fuck you're doing? Men don't. <laughs> Men need to be taught like, hey, you don't need to worry about your dick size. Women aren't going around like, oh no, I have too tight of a vagina or like, oh man, it's just a gaping friggin' orifice down there. No, they're not. They're like, hey, I'm confident in what I have Uh, down there. Okay, I'm gonna... uh, Yeah, that painting (laughs) being brought out was great, uh, especially because they just throw it into the pastor's hands at one point. 
Also, if you notice on the painting, I've seen this so many times, but George Bush's face itself has the most detail on it. Like the body is just like classical sort of nude modeling like body. And then you see the face and it's like a very detailed George W. Bush painting. What I think happened there was... They superimposed George Bush yes, on yeah, into like it. Like it was already yeah, a yeah, painting because yeah, 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 yeah. his dick was as big as his head in that painting. <laughs> it was gigantic compared to the head. I also like that May I like that May had Chase paint that. And then I also like that May was like, oh, that's great. Let me guess. Emperor has no clothes. And he's like, yeah, I'm glad you got it. I didn't know if you would. And Is then she's like, a... I'm going to hang it up right now. It's a story. Okay. It's, a, it's an old story. I am not going to tell the story right now because I will probably get it wrong. But yeah. basically, it was like this emperor that got everything he wanted. And he there was, I don't know, something about it. But he got a seamstress or seamster or somebody to make him clothes. They wanted all these things, the best clothes ever blah 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 they made him nothing and they were like they were like oh no it's the best and then he was basically nude kinky i don't i i you're like i don't know the moral of the story i don't remember anything about the story i apologize to everyone that loves that story that knows exactly what the moral is i apologize i apologize for my brief description of it because it it could be him then saying like you want to know i don't need material possessions or him saying like oh wow i have the fanciest clothes around and goes to like a big dinner party and just with his thang wanging and He's like, yeah, guys, this is the fanciest thing, and he that's, doesn't learn a fucking thing. I don't, I don't think that's it. It's <laughs> let me let me Google it. Yeah, so it's, let me. Corwin's on his phone now, and I will go. One of my favorite lines from this was they were in the line for the gay bar, and they see a guy on a leash, and May goes, "Are you a good dog man?" And then the dog man barks at him, at her. Okay, so it's a a Hans Christian Andersen tale. It's about two weavers who promise an emperor a new suit of clothes that they say is invisible to those who are unfit for their positions, stupid or incompetent. Well, in reality, they make no clothes at all, making everyone believe the clothes are invisible to them. When the emperor parades before a subject in his new clothes, no one dares to say that they do not see any suit of clothes on him for fear that they will be seen as stupid. Finally, a child cries out, but he isn't wearing anything at all. Nice. So it's, yeah, that's that's the story. Basically, emperor has no clothes because the clothes are magic and they're gonna they don't appear to to on people that are incompetent and they're saying the emperor is incompetent well guess what hey guys if i got that i'd charge back because uh i paid for clothes not a fucking lesson (laughs) (laughs) you deserve the lesson james yeah not if i'm paying for it you pay for lessons you pay for school uh yeah, yeah i guess i did Community I mean, college. Some people do. There are places. I mean, we should pay our teachers. That's the moral of that story. Yeah. Hey, Corwin. What's up? If if there's devil's alcohol, what's Jesus's alcohol? I was thinking maybe like a a nice honeydew water. Jesus's alcohol is wine, and that's why they say in there they're talking about whenever the pastor and his wife are like, oh, we don't imbibe in the devil's alcohol, and. They're talking about it in the Bible, and the pastor's like, it's right there in the Bible. And then May goes, oh, really? I must have missed that verse. <laughs> yeah, oh, but you do drink. He turned water into wine. Yeah, and the pastor is trying to say that it's because they he's doing it, but his guests aren't supposed to imbibe in it. But it, no, Jesus drank wine. And the reason they drank wine back then is because the water wasn't great. Yeah, I was you just about to say that. And Everyone grape juice faced. hadn't been invented yet. So Ooh, give me some grape juice, guys. <laughs> grape juice wasn't invented until like what? The 16 Until Smuckers. I don't know. Ooh. Eighteen hundred. It was it was pretty, pretty late. You uh, ever have a quenching AD. for some delicious grapes, but oh man, that skin is too hard to bite through. Have some delicious Smucker's grape juice. We're it's so not good. Advertising for it Smucker's makes you pop. It. Jesus, man, get so, some grape sweat in you, baby. The I actually had a pastor one day. It was a so I was I had to go to church, y'all, because I grew up in the south. It's fifty three minutes, by the way. Uh oh. Um. So 
I listened to an interim pastor and they were talking about, he was trying to say that that wasn't a thing. Jesus turning it into wine, that it was grape juice and they didn't drink wine. And I was like, (laughs) what the fuck? I, I'm like, this is ridiculous. That was around the time that I was starting to realize I was gay. And then like sort of seeing that the people in authority in organized religions aren't necessarily the best at what they do. And uh, telling me that, there wasn't wine in the Bible. It was grape juice when that shit wasn't invented until recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you you should trust m- most of the time religious scholars over you people should... who are just trying to make money off from the texts. Also, make sure to read. Also, make sure to question. Yeah. Like, question. There's a lot of things. Like, the Bible wasn't written in English, y'all. It's translated. Many it's times. It's been translated many times so over many centuries. Times. And those translations are very prevalent to what was going on politically at the time. So that's why we have things like the the thing they always say in Leviticus, man shall not lie with man. That's not even a correct translation. There are people that have Bibles that are ancient, that are hundreds of years old, that the translation isn't that. The translation is man shall not lie with young boys. So it's saying men shall not be pedophiles. So it's it's different. It's all translations, all of that. You have to look at what you're reading. And you have to look at why it was translated to that at the time. And the modern translation that we read all the time in a lot of Southern churches and things like that, that have stuff against homosexuality, all of that was put in the Bible very recently, within the last 500 years. Yeah. So read. And guess read. what? Research. Jesus, uh, last time I checked... His birthday's coming up in a few months. Turning 2019, baby. Plus 34. Because <laughs> remember, it's after Anodonomy, after Christ. Uh, all right. And he's 2019 plus 34. That's all I know. All right. I'm going to get through my, my, my quotes and notes. I basically had quotes. Uh, Rose Creepin'. Uh, them being like, oh, where'd you meet your your boyfriend? And he goes, on the internet. And they go, at the internet? <laughs> like the internet's a physical place that they could go to meet someone. They have flashlights in the club. Checking out some nipple piercings. She's checking out some nipple piercings. At one point, Brian turns to his mother and is like, do you know that they're all? And then she goes, delightful? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful comment. Love that. Love that so much. Corwin, is Daughters of the Confederacy a real thing? I believe so, yes. Oh, fuck people. Yes, exactly. And then Brian says, you're hanging out with male strippers? And she just goes, just the one. (laughs) Oh, Rose loves a tight bun. Rose loves a hiney. They also do, I put, he's going to get a paper cut on his peen, and they then say, fold the bill so you won't get a paper cut on your peen. (laughs) She goes, I can do it. I'm very good at denial. Also a very Southern thing. Oh, uh, talking about Sue, what with Jenny Sue, Brian goes, she's a sweet girl. And then May says, she's practically cotton candy. (laughs) Which Nicole and I used to, Nicole used to say I was so sweet that I gave her diabetes. Oh my God. So sweet. Disgusting. Nicole, if you're not listening, which I know you, you are, Oh my God. Uh, the pastor's like, I always said, if anyone can turn a queer man straight, it's my Jenny Sue. And May's like, oh, you, you actually went around saying that? Which is, it's disgusting. Weird. Weird and disgusting. That's all the, the, uh, the things I've got that I haven't talked about yet. Then one more quote. I don't care if you're gay, <laughs> a Democrat, or French. those things also corwin we should this would be really cool i would love to get like an an old gay in here one day and then like a teen gay in here they were talking about youth groups and it would just be cool to like see the the generational gaps of like just to to learn more Mm. like what's a teen gay up to what's a a a 50 year old gay up to i don't know i don't I don't really know any teen gays. I don't know. It's, I only know people my age. Exactly. That's And we got to have a finger on the youth culture and on the the middle age culture. Saying I should be a, a better role model. Greg definitely needed a better role model. That's something else 
there there are some moments in the movie that you're like, what the fuck? Especially like when Gina Sue's talking, some of there's there's definitely some things in there that you're gonna be like, ooh. And a lot of it has to do with uh, Jenny Sue and the conservative parents and stuff like that. But then you also have Greg showing up to the club and he's 16. May's the only one that knows he's 16. But at one point, he definitely shows himself. Oh, yeah. And then someone shows himself to them. And it's like, no, he's a child. Jesus. It's just like, I don't want that little thing. Check out what I got. Yeah. And it's like, he's a child. And May is, like, dragging him out of the club by his ear. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God May is dragging him out. Stop it. That's like someone saying, like, hey, guys, check out my Sega Game Gear. And then another kid comes up and you're like, you think that's cool? Check out my Game Boy SP. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> do you would, you would you recommend this movie? Absolutely. Can I do my question of the week? Sure. It's, we might not have enough time. but <laughs> It's been an hour. Okay. But go ahead. So. We are two people who have lived in the shadow of the AIDS epidemic or the AIDS scare from the 80s. We still had like an overcast of that. However, I don't know if if you're still seeing effects from it in the gay community or like if we had a teen in here, we could ask them, are you afraid, a teen of any sexual orientation, are you afraid of AIDS and STDs as afraid as I am? I mean, yes, it, like you always have that chance if you're having unprotected sex. So, you know, the thing that people need to pay attention to is protection and sexual education. Make sure you're educated before you are engaging in acts of sex so that you know how to prevent things like STDs and HIV and stuff like that. And if you do have unprotected sex and you're worried about that, make sure to go to the hospital. Make sure that you're talking to medical practitioners and things about that because there are uh, medicines that you can take whenever you do have unprotected sex to prevent getting HIV. And that that exists now. There's a there's a pill you can go and take. You have to take it almost immediately. So you need to go and do that as soon as you have, you know, anything where you think you're going to be exposed to that virus. Make sure you go do it. But on the other hand, your question about being afraid of that, there is definitely a stigma in the gay community and all that about having HIV and about getting HIV and there's a stigma against people that do have HIV in the gay community. They're treated differently. And, you know, it's having HIV is not something that makes them a bad person. So don't treat them like that. And yeah, that's that's a whole nother issue to get into. And we can actually watch a movie uh, about that uh, whenever you are down to watch another very real movie. Okay. We can watch a whole movie about the AIDS epidemic and all of that from the 80s. There are uh, quite a few movies that touch on that subject, and there are a few movies that are about that subject. Needless to say, have protected sex. If you don't use protection, go talk to the doctor about it. Get tested, guys. Yeah, get tested. There's ways to get free tests all over the place. Um, if you look it up. Tell people. Look it up. Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. If you're scared of getting a test, tell them you might have ulcers. They'll do blood work. I mean, like, literally during Pride Fest and stuff like that here in Chicago, they've got trucks set up, a lot of LGBTQ, like, events and stuff. They'll have a truck where you literally, I've gotten the test many times. You just go in, and they prick your finger and put it on a little thing and put some little liquids in it, and it shows up within like five minutes dang that's quick you're like am i hiv positive no great am i hiv positive yes well here's information and here is your next steps in care for that they are still working on that you know every day and i think they've had at least one person that they've been able to cure they are also there's things that you can do medications that they've created that can get your viral count down so that you can have safe sex with your partner uh, with or without protection. You should always use protection, though. Use protection. That's why it exists. Please use it. It's not just to prevent pregnancies. It's also to prevent STDs and things like that. So use it. Unless you're, like, in a six-year-long relationship and your partner has a vasectomy, uh, then it's fine not to. Well, you need to discuss that with your partner and all of that because... 
you need to establish your relationship. Do you have a very committed monogamous monogamous relationship? Are you in an open relationship? What do you have either of you been tested before you stop using uh, protection, things like that. Those are conversations you need to have with your partner before you engage in unprotected sex. Absolutely. Like if, you know, you have ulcers and you got your blood work done that way and then you're like, yes, and also you have a vasectomy. So there's nothing to worry about, guys. However, if those very, very specific things don't fall into your category, guys, have protected sex also be afraid of pregnancy. That's one thing you should be afraid <laughs> of. It's terrifying out there. It's, you don't want a kid if you haven't, you know... Talked about it, had the discussion, yes. Or feel that you're successful in life. If you have talked about it, you decide you want children, then yes, go for it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's our that's our hour of talking yeah, about this movie. Oh! I would definitely recommend this movie. Uh, yeah. Again, there are some cringeworthy moments, but it does have some nice diversity in characters uh there's still you know not enough there could be more but it it does have some nice stuff nice stuff to say and a lot of the cringe worthy things i think were on purpose I instead think so of just too. like that's why i haven't brought them up specifically because i think they were i think they were done on purpose to show that they are cringe worthy yeah but yeah it's a it's a pretty good movie and it's it's pretty short so go ahead and check it out my plugs of course as always uh, check out my theater company, Sawbox Theater Collective. I'm in a show this summer with them from July 12th through August 4th. It is Macbeth. I am in the show. Oh, I will no. be on stage quite often. You can see me with a big old bushy beard. I'm seeing him right now. Seeing me right now with a big old bushy beard. So checks out. Uh, check out our actual twitter god i was like what is the name of that website it's twitter <laughs> i was gonna say something completely different and wrong so twitter check us out at this movie's gay check out our website www.mlmpod.com slash this movie's gay check it all out yeah check yes. us out on bebo too i'm also kidding check me out on twitter at core winning hey guys Thanks. we want we want to give a big thank you to kayla aka two grapes we need to figure out kayla's social media handle so we can send people there for donating to marshland media so we can buy an ac unit it is about to start getting hot so we are glad we got this right away if you would like to either donate because you love listening to us or find out more about my other podcasts, such as Mostly Speak and Sentai, I was going <laughs> to... You laugh, so now I can't cut it. Dang it. Uh, such as Mostly Speak and Sentai, What the Hell Mouth, I'll Get There and Hit It and Crit It. Or if you'd like to download all of my CDs for completely free, Marsh Land Monster. You can also stream it on YouTube or SoundCloud. Please go to www.mlmpod.com. And also, hey, check out Nicole, you know, my lovely betrothed co-host on Mostly Speaking Sentai. She's been either a formal guest on this podcast or an informal guest who pushed me away from the microphone because I was in a wheelie chair. Yes. And go check out her artistic stuff. Also, our webcomic Crumbums that I write. She draws. It's about our cat, Frank. It's a talking cat comic. You know how it is. Go to DarlingHomebody.com. We need to get a promo code for her. You know, so she knows people are coming from the podcast. Yeah. She has awesome prints. Uh, tons of artwork. We did a Gigi Allen coloring book. If you know who Gigi Allen is, you will love this coloring book. I came up with the concept. She illustrated it. That's She's all got I've some got. Real cute stuff. Y'all Yo. check it out. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I can't find the note. I can't. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm sitting up nicely for my friend Corwin. Use that posture. For my good friend Corwin. Hello. How are my levels looking on the screen? How are they? How are they? How are they? They're looking fine. Oh, yeah. Not too loud? Uh, No, only whenever you went to the, oh, yeah, like going that was a little above. But, Ooh, but what about now, Corwin? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, nice. Is my zipper down? It's I don't not. Know. It's I'm not going to look at your zipper. Oh, no, that was just asking the fans. 
I'm kidding. They can't see your zipper? Hey, they might know mentally. They're like, hey, I've heard James with his zipper down. No, they haven't. But, oh, wait, no, yeah, they have. They've seen my zipper completely off. Yeah, you did a naked video. I've done multiple. All right. Oh, Jesus. Y'all ready for this? I always assume that it, when it scrolls by my Facebook feed that it's the same video. I never I never listen to it anymore. I just assume it's the same one and I just keep oh, going. Oh, I've been sharing one of them okay, multiple so it's, times. It's probably the same one. Yeah. Then. I'm just like, I've heard it. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. Don't want anyone to see this on my like screen. It's fine. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.